Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbert. And I'm Courtney Browns. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the Endless Mountains. Well, you're driving around this fall and you probably notice tent-like webs in the tops of trees. These webs are tents. They're often confused with those eastern tent caterpillars, at least sometimes. But it turns out they're not the same. Fall webworms emerged, and you guessed it, during the fall months. Whereas the eastern tent caterpillars, they make their presence known early in the summer. So the fall webworms, they create a tent at the end of a tree branch, and the eastern tent caterpillars create their tent in the crotch of the branches. Fall webworms actually feed on almost 90 species of deciduous trees, but they commonly attack hickory, walnut, birch, cherry, and even crab apple. So before we get any further, let's describe fall webworms. So these fall webworms start out as a white hair-covered egg mass, and each mass contains several hundred light yellow eggs, and the young larvae, once they hatch, are a light yellow color. Um, they have two rows of black marks along their bodies, and when they're fully grown, they're covered in whitish hairs. So these full-grown larvae will vary in color, but they're typically a greenish color with a darker stripe along their back and a yellow stripe along the side. Once they're in the pupal stage, they're brown, and as adults, they're typically pure white with black spots, and they have a wingspan of about 32 millimeters. So these guys go through a lot of different stages, so I guess we'll kind of break down the life cycle for you as well. Yeah, so as we mentioned at the beginning, typically see these guys in the fall, but that brings up the question, where are they the rest of the year? And the worms, they seem to overwinter as pupa in a cocoon. And these cocoons can be found in ground litter, cracks, uh, crevices, and even in the soil. So the adults, they'll first appear in mid-June and they'll continue to emerge throughout the summer. And then there's the females, which will lay their eggs on the underside of leaves on the trees. And then the larva will hatch out roughly around seven days and they immediately begin to spin a small web over the foliage, the leaves, you know, small branches, that type of thing. And then uh, they start feeding. And the webs, they can be up to two to three feet of branches. Now then, the larvae, they seem to mature in roughly six weeks, and they leave the web to pupate in the soil. And there may be one or two generations each year, and that depends on geographic location. So as you might imagine, the larval stage of this pest turns leaves into skeletons inside their tent-like web, and they'll actually enlarge this web as they require additional food to grow. So they don't typically encompass the entire tree. Um, the webs will be on just a few branches, so they won't injure the tree a lot, but they do reduce its ornamental value. So now that we know, you know, the ins and outs of life cycle, what they look like, and, you know, perhaps what damage they can cause. How are we going to fight them? Uh, how are we going to fight back and keep our trees? Um, so there is a couple approaches. There's non-chemical and chemical. And we'll talk about both. Um, there is uh, various natural enemies that manage this native insect. And I stop there and say it is native. It's not invasive. So um, that means that there, there's likely natural enemies, just as I said. Um, so we can thank birds, 
and they have many insect predators and even parasitoids that'll attack the larval stage. Uh, eggs may also be destroyed by predators and insect parasitoids. Um, it's even possible to reduce this pest population by mechanical control when the webbed branches are with reach, of course. Uh, you can prune them and destroy them that way. Uh, so, yeah, just want to make sure you, you remove them, uh, especially if they're ornamentals. Uh, you just don't want to damage those trees. But we also want to hit on chemical treatments. So there are some registered insecticides that can be applied when webs and larvae are small. This is usually sometime during the month of July. The entire infested plant doesn't need to be treated, so only the webs and their associated foliage should be thoroughly covered. Alright, so that gives you some practical approaches to tackle uh, webworms when they come around your ornamentals. Uh, and hopefully you learned something about them. I didn't know the difference between a webworm and a tin caterpillar. We kind of discussed this uh, before the show started. I guess you could say the same, I guess, right? Yeah, I never really knew that there was a difference. I just kind of thought it was a universal terms for both of them. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you learned something and uh, found out a couple ways to approach management. Do we have a couple events? Uh, so the first one we wanted to hit on was this weekend, September 17th through September 19th. It's the annual Pennsylvania Bow Hunters Festival. Turns out it's the 65th running of the world famous Bow Hunters Festival. We'll be hosting eager bow hunters preparing for the upcoming archery season. Uh, and this is at the Sullivan County Fairgrounds. Uh, so they're focusing on the Holcomb running deer, and that's their feature attraction. Uh, and then also a couple other things that they'd like to mention are they have a dozen other moving life-size 3D targets, and they have dozens more stationary targets, even three mountainside target trails. Uh, they have a novelty steel bore that offers a challenge to showcase shooters' skills as well. In addition to perfect practice conditions for actual bow hunting, there's family activities going on throughout the long weekend. Saturday will host recreational shooting competitions for all ages. Valuable door prizes await all attendees throughout the weekend. They'll be serving hot food and beverages, including breakfast sandwiches Friday morning and complete breakfast offerings Saturday and Sunday mornings. There'll be dozens of vendors displaying archery, hunting, and outdoor-related products throughout the grounds, and the always popular souvenirs will be offered, including patches, pins, clothing, and more. And this event benefits nonprofit organizations throughout Sullivan County. And this week, the National Wild Turkey Federation announced a Conservation Week and Outdoor Challenge. So the week will begin on September 19th with a message to join in on the greater conservation story by getting outdoors. And it'll conclude on September 25th, which is National Hunting and Fishing Day. The celebratory day brings together sportsmen and women to celebrate outdoor traditions. And the NWTF is urging all outdoor enthusiasts to help promote our passions and educate others on the importance of this week. So throughout the conservation week, NWTF will showcase accomplishments and engage its digital audience with web articles, overviews of each of the big six regions. There'll be Facebook Lives, um, infographics, question and answers, and much more. So for more information or to be a part of this, you can visit nwtf.org. All right, well, I guess that does it for today's show. 
If you have any questions related to our shows, you can definitely contact the Conservation District by calling 570-782-2105. And if you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and you can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and even a contact form where you can reach out and you can ask questions or you can make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You've been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>